Welcome to the Travel Advice Show. Thank you for listening all around the world. And you can listen to all our shows at TravelAdviceShow.com. And just wanted to say thank you. We, I just looked at the monthly stats of people listening to the show, and we have United States, Australia. Thank you for everybody in Australia to listen. Uh, Canada, United Kingdom, South Africa, Ireland, Germany, and Russia are kind of our top ten countries that listen to our show. I just want to say thank you for everybody in all those countries. Isn't that great? Yeah, we got a lot of a lot of variety of countries. Um, and my, I'm Chris Newton, one of the co-hosts. I'd like to introduce my other co-host and Jerry uh, Jerry Fuller. And w- would you like to introduce our guest today, Jerry? I would love to. Having spoken to Marianne several times, I'm really excited to have her as a guest. We have Marianne Sapo, owner and founder of Women's Travel Club, and she's located in Canada, in Toronto area. And we're thrilled to have you with us, Marianne. Thank you, Jerry. I'm so glad to be on the Travel Advice Show um, and to talk to uh, everybody about women's travel and women traveling in small groups. That's great. That's great. Yeah. I'd like to start out, first of all, is what interested you most in starting the company? Because it's a very interesting, unique um, clientele. It is. It's very um, kind of niche. I was a travel agent for a number of years, had my own storefront agency that I owned with another travel agent, and did a lot of regular kind of travel, so all-inclusive resorts and cruises and and that type of thing. Um, My heart was more in actually tours and destinations um, that were a little different. So going to a destination, actually exploring and kind of getting to know that destination more than just going to another resort on another beach and, you know, sitting in the sun all day and having dinner at night and and kind of thing. I I really wanted to more explore areas. Um, I did a lot of networking events. Uh, to kind of promote business and, and, and such as you do. And I met a lot of ladies as I was doing that that really wanted to travel. They had, you know, destinations they they really wanted to see. They had bucket lists, and they just weren't traveling because they didn't have someone to travel with. Um, they you know, didn't like the idea of being on a huge tour with 40 or 50 other people and just kind of being lost in that crowd. And they um, couldn't find somebody to just go with them on uh, the tours and didn't want to go by themselves. So I thought, you know, there's got to be a better way. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. in that started to work on um, designing small group tours, so just like, you know, 10 to 15 ladies in a tour, so it was a really nice kind of close-knit group of ladies that would get to know each other and feel like traveling with a group of friends, and then work on having um, tours that were designed that to meet what women wanted when they travel. Um, right. And so far, yeah. it's worked great. That's great. <laughs> how, how long have you been running... Oh yeah, how long have you been running the tours, Marianne? Now the women's tours? Um, about 
five years full-time. So started oh, to do this um, when I had the agency. And as it grew and, and looked like it was going to actually be something, I followed my dream and, and took the plunge. I sold my interest in the agency and um, started to do this full-time. Well, congratulations. That's great. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. yeah, there's a great market for that, particularly as people are getting older and more and more people are getting older. Yeah, great idea. Mm. Is there an age range that you find on most of your trips? I would say our core age range is usually around kind of retirement age. So um, most of our ladies are somewhere in their 60s, give or take, um, but we definitely get younger and older on every tour. The youngest we've had travel on one of our tours was a 14-year-old um, that was traveling with her oh. mother. And the oldest we had was, uh, I think she was 88 years old at the time. Oh, that's great. Wow. Yeah, so. I think it's fabulous that uh, the mother took her 14-year-old daughter. Yeah, we get lots of mother-daughter or, you know, sisters kind of combinations on, on the tours. Yeah, with my company travel advice, we're getting more and more people who uh, particularly grandparents taking their grandchildren mm -hmm. uh, on trips because uh, they want to bond. So that's fabulous that the younger are going with you. Um, what destinations do you cover? Or do you have a particular core group of destinations? We um, do worldwide tours. So we do everything from kind of shorter getaways uh, within North America um, just like big city kind of getaways, New York, New Orleans, that kind of thing, um, to bigger international tours. So a lot of Europe, um, Asia, a lot of Africa, uh, South America, basically just worldwide. We have certain destinations that are very popular, so they'll come up year after year. And we also try and include a lot of kind of unique destinations or destinations that come up every few years. Um, I'm trying to think how to word this. Um, is a level of travel that you try to maintain, such as you stay in four-star hotels, three-star hotels, five-star we and um um definitely we because of the the kind of core age group so if you're looking at you know women that have just kind of retired um and they're in their 60s so these are ladies that you know they some have been well traveled some haven't traveled very much at all and are excited to start traveling um but these are women that they, they need a certain level of comfort. So these aren't 20-year-olds backpacking across Europe. They, these are, are <laughs> you know, women that have reached a point in their life where they, they really appreciate some level of comfort. Um, but likewise, they also don't need a luxury, you know, five-star hotel every night just because they, they realize they're touring all day and they're just coming back to the hotel, um, you know, relaxing. It's their sleeping area. Get cleaned up in the morning and, and go out touring again. So they don't need kind of that, that five-star destination hotel. But they do like definitely a good level of comfort. 
Um, and it, it can often depend on on the destination we're in, because as you know, you travel around the world, you realize you know, a three or four star hotel in one destination is not a three or four star hotel in another destination. So, amen. <laughs> we right. need to keep it, you know, very comfortable, but within a comfortable price range. So I would say most of our hotels would be, you know, in a four-star kind of range where, you know, if we're in somewhere, say, you know, in the UK or Ireland or, or somewhere, uh, everything's a very comfortable four-star hotel and maybe throw in that one-night castle stay so that they they have that kind of, you know, um, experience also in their tour without breaking the bank and having to pay for it every night. No, I know it. Uh, um, do you include all meals or any meals? Um, again, it depends on the destination. Our, our, we very much streamline every tour to the destination we're going to. And some destinations, um, we might include every meal, and that might be because the destinations, um, the food is very expensive, and it just makes financial sense to include those meals. So a tour such as our Alaska Land Tour, every single meal is included, um, just because food, you know, dinner out in Alaska is very expensive. <laughs> so including it ahead of time makes financial sense. Another destination where there's great selections of food and meals and it's very reasonably priced, we might not include every meal because that gives our travelers more of a selection. When we're including uh, a meal, it's generally kind of a pre-existing um, menu or a very small selection of menu where if you can just choose off the menu, you've got a whole selection. And if the food's reasonable price and there's great options, then we won't include it. And so it just right. kind of depends what works best for that tour and that destination. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you kind of customize it based on the destination there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, cool. Another thing we will do, just back to the accommodations, because – Almost all the ladies that travel with us come to us as solo travelers. So they're coming to our group not knowing anyone else. But um, they might not want to pay the higher single supplement uh, to have their own room every night. So what we will do is we will match roommates. We take uh, some basic information just about sleeping patterns and, you know, likes, dislikes, um, things like that and definitely kind of ages also, and we match roommates. Oh, that's um, great. So they that's can pay the, the double occupancy rate, and it works really well. Um, I think the small group kind of feel to the tour lends everybody to kind of get to know each other and, and be friends, and most of the ladies that are coming to us are, you know, friendly, outgoing, love to travel. They're, they're similar kind of personalities, so the roommate matching has worked really, really well for us. That's great. With your repeat clients, um, are you finding any of them uh, wanting to do, I guess the term is more exotic destinations? I mean, would they want to go, like, to Mongolia or Russia Far East? Or oh, for sure. We have 
are some ladies that travel with us that are very, very well-traveled. And so they've, you know, been there, done that kind of with all the regular destinations. And definitely they are looking for, you know, that outside the box, somewhere, you know, new and a little bit more exotic and a little bit different to, you know, collect that stamp in their passport kind of idea. Um, so every year we do try and include a few of those type of destinations just to, to give them great options. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we have do you ladies. Reservations. Sorry. No, go ahead. Oh, um, just we have ladies that travel with us. You know, a lot of ladies travel with us once or twice a year, but then we also have a core group of ladies that will travel with us four or five times a year. So definitely trying to always, you know, change around the tours for them. Do you ever have um, um, clients that want to do, for example, go to Antarctica or go to areas such as um, Namibia and Botswana or the not the normal India, something like that? Oh, absolutely. Um, we do a fair amount of Africa. So uh, every year we have you know, a couple destinations in Africa. And, um, yes, for sure, uh, Namibia, Botswana, um, Uganda. We're going to Uganda next month um, to do a gorilla trek. And so definitely mm-hmm. all throughout Africa for the different destinations. Um, Antarctica, we have an Antarctica tour coming up in 2020. So, But those are, you know, Uganda's not going to come up every year our Antarctica is not going to come up right. every year but we will have other kind of unique and different destinations too that will come up the next year kind of idea whereas a place like you know Ireland and um, Morocco and the more popular destinations will come up pretty much every year well do you ever have any problems on the tours um because I've escorted more than 100 tours in my life throughout the world. And I'm just wondering, do you ever have any situations, political um, relationships within the group or anything like that that you find interesting? Oh, of course, because anytime you're going to have a group kind of put together, there's always going to be, you know, um, things that come up. Um, not necessarily every tour, or sometimes it's it's very short, kind of. You know, you just know that that you know maybe one lady's been a little annoyed with somebody else. So, as a tour leader, because all our tours have a local English-speaking tour guide, the destination expert, the person that takes us around and kind of teaches us about that destination. We also have a tour leader on the the tour, and that's kind of the group concierge. They're there to make sure everything runs very well while the tour is happening. Um, And that tour leader is, you know, there to kind of diffuse any personality issues that might come up along the way um, and just make sure everybody is happy and comfortable. Also, you know, as we're talking, you know, ladies that aren't, you know, in their 20s kind of idea, we always worry about 
if a medical issue, somebody's, you know, twisted an ankle or right. something like that. So the tour leader would be there to, to kind of stay by with that person and, and make sure that that person, you know, ever is well looked after and, and then rejoin the group as needed kind of deal. So there's always someone on your tour that's going to be there to make sure that as things happen, they're dealt with and not, you know, worrying about it kind of when you get home idea. There, there's somebody right there to help right. along the way. Nice. It sounds like you have got this down to a fine point. <laughs> and, yeah. And uh, it's fascinating because, as I mentioned in Travel Advice, we have lots of women and lots of men who are widowers and, um, for example, are widows that uh, want to travel. And it's nice to know that your company is there for the women. And can I ask, well, it's impossible to give, but is there an average price range and length of your tours? Um, again, varies um, very much. So it's, it's just going to depend on the destination we're going to, obviously. Um, a lot of the price of the tour is going to be made up by things such as the accommodation rate. So say, you know, we're somewhere that you can get beautiful accommodation at a very reasonable rate, like maybe Bali. They're gorgeous accommodations and they're they're very reasonable priced. Um, so that's gonna make the tour um, a lot more of an affordable tour than if you go somewhere like Japan where the same level of accommodation is gonna cost you, you know, three or four times as much just because of the cost right. of the hotels there. Um, so that tour is going to be just that much more expensive. We try to keep um, longer. The destinations we go to, the farther you have to travel, we try and make the, the tour a little bit longer if financially feasible because you still got to pay for every night that you're there. Um, I know it. Yeah. And um, just to, to make the flight kind of worthwhile. Another thing we do um, is we will have back-to-back -back tours. So we'll have certain destinations where we'll have one tour and as it ends, the next tour starts. So say next year we have um, Thailand. Uh, so there, it's like a two-week tour in Thailand and when it ends, our Vietnam tour starts. So ladies that have the time can do both tours kind of together and then they're away for almost a month, or if ladies are, you know, booking time off work and, and don't have that flexibility, they can just do one of the tours. Brilliant. I'm very impressed. Um, is there anything else you would like to add about um, either any of the destinations you would go to in the future that you haven't done, or things that our listeners should know about your travel company? Um, just kind of a general comment. Um, I see all the time that um, women are, because I'm on a lot of travel agent kind of Facebook groups and boards and, and such, and you, you see comments. So people are always looking for options for their clients. Um, a lot of times women, you know, looking for safe, you know, good tour group, don't want to be on a big tour group, um, that 
like if you are a woman and you want to travel, there are not just us. There's a selection of really good um, women-only travel organizations that run in a very similar manner. Um, so start Googling and having a look at all the different tours that are run. Uh, a lot of ladies that travel with us also travel with um, other women-only travel companies, um, just depending on who's got what selection going on. And, you know, some of us even work together occasionally on tours. So um, it's it's a great way to travel, and there are some really, really good options out there now. Um, I know that uh, the number of women-only travel organizations has increased by about 250% in the last eight years. So it is becoming a really, really? hot niche, yeah. Um, and it's giving great, great options for women who, who love to travel and just are a little bit, you know, reluctant to go by themselves. Because once you've gone to on one of these tours, you'll feel very comfortable on going on more. Uh, well, I wanted to ask you one quick question. Do you accept bookings from various countries in the world? Yes, um, we have. Our listeners are all over the world. Yes, we we definitely have. Um, most of our travelers, because we are located in Canada, so most of our travelers are from North America, from Canada and the U.S., but we have had um, travelers um, internationally. We, you know, um, definitely India, Australia, uh, other places in Europe, France, the U.K. So, yes, absolutely um, any lady from anywhere in the world can travel with us. Um, the only thing is uh, there's only countries that we can sell travel insurance to are Canada and the U.S. because of legislations. So if you are international, um, you'll have to get your travel insurance from the com- country you're in. Ah. And also, um, um, have you ever had a situation where somebody wanted to take your tour but because of their citizenship could not go to that country when they started a book that you said, I'm sorry, you can't go? We haven't. That country won't allow that? Yeah, um, yeah, for visa requirements and such. We haven't had that come up yet, um, but certainly it, it's something that any, um, especially countries that we travel to that are, you know, very visa strict, it's something that we're going to look at um, as an international traveler is interested, in, and we'll check into it right away and make sure, you know, before we even get into the booking process, that it's something that can be done. Would you please tell everyone how they can find your company and how to book, et cetera? Sure. Um, well, they can go to our website, which is uh, www.womens-travel-club.com, and there are dashes like a hyphen and a phone number. Um, or, of course, if you just Google Women's Travel Club, we'll come up. Uh, and definitely they can call us on toll-free line. I think the toll-free line just works in North America. It's 1-844-749-0725. Um, and if any ladies have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear. We do have a closed Facebook group, which is a great um, place for ladies to kind of just chat about travel and, and they can talk about 
anything they want, um, and ladies do go on there and ask each other questions and opinions and stuff. So it's a great resource if um, ladies are just interested in travel. They can get to kind of chat with other ladies that just love travel too. Well, Marianne, we thank you so very much for being our guest today. Well, thank you so much. Very interesting and most informative. Yes, thanks. Yeah, thanks a lot, Marianne. That was great. It was real good information. And I'm looking at the website right now. It looks awesome. Yeah, you got I'm on your trip packages on your tours and uh, a lot of variety, a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Um, I love that you have this great show out there to, you know, help people that love to travel because that's what we're all about. Yeah. Oh, I know it. Well, thanks again. Okay, thank you. Okay. Okay. We'll talk to you.